This is Scott Becker, and thank you for joining the Becker Group Business of Pot 15-Minute Podcast. I'm a partner at McGuire Woods, the founder and publisher of Becker's Healthcare. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Rex Fock. Rex is a participant in the cannabis business. Rex, can you do me a favor and tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself? And then we'll ask you three or four questions, and that'll be the, the gist of the presentation today. Rex? Thanks so much, Scott, uh, and thanks for having me on. My name is Rex, last name Stock, S-T-O-C-K. I live in Reno, Nevada, and I have been in the Reno area since about 1984, moved here from California to come work in the casino gaming business. Um, the cannabis business is much like the casino gaming business, especially here in Nevada, in that it's highly regulated. And uh, here in the state of Nevada, we take these, quote, outlaw activities, casino gaming, prostitution, uh, medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, and we regulate the heck out of it. And we provide a, an environment, if you will, where investment dollars are safer than they are in some other jurisdictions. And the cannabis business and the hemp business has long been an, an attraction to me because I've seen the results that it does for folks on an anecdotal basis. And I'm working hard to go ahead and work with uh, the medical folks and the academicians and, and everyone else in the, in the space to go ahead and show a causal effect of cannabis on, on patients like myself and other folks. Uh, our main goal is to go ahead and set up a formulary. So I got into this business because I think there's real value in these products and it's something that I want to go ahead and, and work hard and make sure as many people have access to as possible. Thank you. So how did you, I mean, fascinating discussion, linking in all the vices, gambling, prostitution, or traditional vices, cannabis and Nevada and turning them into regulated industries so they become less dangerous, generate tax dollars and do positive things. How did you get into the cannabis business? How did you start in this business? Well, it's kind of funny. I actually began this whole process looking at energy. Uh, the state of Nevada has uh, uh, excellent ways to attract businesses through uh, our lower costs on energies, and that led to data centers. And then the biggest thing that probably started this whole thing was back in 2007, uh, one of the largest uh, slot manufacturing companies in the world hired my firm to go ahead and look at problem gambling. And so from problem gambling, I learned a lot about behavior modification. And it just led to this whole long series of, of uh, epiphanies, if you will, on the psychological aspect of why we do the things we do. I'm a former athlete who excelled at a high level. But I'm also a former drunk that uh, had a big drinking problem for a lot of years. So I've seen the highs and lows that we humans can go ahead and do. And, and the cannabis part of this whole equation fits into the, the behaviors part that uh, is so intriguing to me. And what are three things that people should know about the cannabis business today? And I might take you back a little bit about the discussion about athletics and alcohol use and so forth. What's the perspective on use of cannabis with someone who's had some concerns about alcohol? Safe, not safe, gateway to alcohol problems again. Any thoughts on that, if you're willing to speak about them? And then we'll talk about three things to know about the cannabis business. Sure. Well, um, as a 60-plus-year-old man, I can go ahead and attest that 
there are many of us who have had uh, significant problems with alcohol and other drugs who uh, have used and continue to use cannabis uh, without any gateway effects or any of those types of problems that are alluded to, uh, mostly as scare tactics. I, all I can say is that not one person that I know of or that science has been able to offer up has ever died from an overdose from cannabis or CBD, and I don't think the pharma industry can come anywhere close to making those claims. So, so for me, it's a safe drug, if you will, to take. I don't see it as being a, a, a problem uh, unless one makes it a problem. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your candor and discussion on this, so thank you so, so much. So what are three things people should know about the cannabis business? I know in various parts of the United States, it's exploding. In Nevada, particularly, it's exploding. What are three things that people should know about the cannabis business? Just make sure you know who you're dealing with. Make sure the products are what they say they are. Really try to do all the research you can in, in terms of uh, those products. Uh, it, it, it's tough. And, and, and there again, this is why I like Nevada is because we're so strict on these things and other jurisdictions are stepping up the plate too. But we have a, a strong regulatory stance here that uh, uh, should go ahead and make way for safe use of these products. And what are you doing yourself in the business? What, what is your role in the business? I am aligned with probably one of the more advanced organic farmers in the country. And at this time, he does not go ahead and raise hemp nor cannabis, but he's perfectly positioned to go ahead and, and grow a quality product and provide the testing results to show this a quality product. So I'm working in the vertical integration aspect uh, with this farmer and some distribution folks and some other people to go ahead and, and ensure that if you want to go ahead and, and get a product from us here in Nevada that what you go ahead and order is what you get delivered to you. Got it. So, so to make sure the quality and safety of it as expected and what you bargained for. Exactly. Well, right now, uh, last week we had a uh, couple folks come in from uh, other areas to, to talk to us about their, their hemp seeds. And so we're, we're looking at the, the best source for hemp seeds. We're doing soil testing right now on, on the cannabis side, uh, determining w which we go inside uh, operations as opposed to outdoors operations. So there's a lot of preliminary work that goes into making sure that the crop you want to grow is the crop you do grow. And I'm doing that right now with with uh, my farming partner who is well-equipped to go ahead and do all this. And I, I guess it would be analogous, uh, one would say, to the wine business. Uh, not all wines are alike. So, yes, the chemistries of all these different products are uh, dramatic in terms of uh, how they are made and what they do, and, and that's what we're going to continue to do is the science involved with this, the, the effects of taking one dosage versus another dosage of one variety versus another variety. This is high science and uh, uh, it needs to be treated as such. Thank you so much. When you say high science, I take it you don't mean that as a pun, you just mean it's truly a high level science. You know, um, uh, somebody sent me a note today says, use a pun, go to jail. So I hadn't thought about the pun on that, Scott, but uh, I'll take it, what the heck. Thank you, and what about, you had mentioned this before, in a different way, what are some of the things people should be thinking about if they want to be successful and ultimately profiting and making money in the cannabis business? 
Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back to the casino gaming business. Everyone looks at the casino gaming business and they go, oh, my goodness, all the money there is just, you, you, how can you lose? And it's just like any other business. It, there's razor-thin margins. There's the legal compliance side. There's so many minefields out there in this business and, and highly regulated businesses that you best go ahead and make sure you uh, – really have a good game plan that puts compliance over the uh, commercial aspects of it. It's not easy money, and there's a lot of work that goes into it. I, I get really riled up when I see all the gangsta ganja guys out there talking about this, that, the other thing. They're not making our industry look good, and uh, uh, so I'm hanging out with folks that really want to go ahead and do this right. We've worked decades to get to this point. Well, well thank you so much. And, and Rex, what a professional take on it. Is this the kind of thing where you'd be comfortable sharing your contact information if people want to reach you for consulting on the cannabis business? Oh, absolutely. I can be found on LinkedIn. I, I, I'm an outspoken uh, person out there, and I, I'm never afraid to go ahead and put my views out there. So, yes, anyone can reach me on LinkedIn or however they like. It, it's a great. So your email address is rex, R-E-X dot stock one at gmail.com. Is that the easiest way to reach you as rex.stock1 at gmail.com. God, it is. Thank you. Rex, just a pleasure visiting with you. Thank you so much. God, thank you for all that you're doing. What your guys' role in this whole process is integral to the success of the industry, and I look forward to hearing more uh, interviews and more people uh, like myself in this business so I, too, can learn more. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you. 